0: Hi, it's Wes Johnson, and John St. John, and we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. Um, it's, it's just one of those things where, like, it's, I think, I mean, like, I'm officially old, because, like, I don't, I can't, I'm looking like his, it, we're, we're towards the end of the year and I'm looking at like all these lists of things that are coming out and they're like the best this or the best that of the year and like music I've listened to like none of it like it's I just don't even care they're like oh this is the best song of 2018 I was like oh I, didn't, I haven't even heard that like no.
1: yeah exactly right
0: like sure yeah if you are gonna yeah if you're gonna ask me what my favorite song of 2018 I was like I don't know Africa <laughs> <laughs> TOTO but I mean, Weezer or, it was it say,
1: or the Weezer cover
0: <laughs> I was going to say there's that one Weezer song so there you go I have that that's my one 2018 okay. song And we now have yeah. the Pitbull version too Oh I haven't listened to that yet hang on oh boy. hang on let's Oh boy
1: uh, so we mm. are right, so we, we're about to get a live reaction <laughs> yeah. to the pitbull version of Af- Af- Africa
0: Yeah and I, I'm literally going to play it for everybody to listen like, to like they can hear it now as <laughs> as i'm talking about it um so i gotta find it's, it first so it's hang the on the most
1: miami thing you'll ever hear like it it oozes miami like you wouldn't think of yeah it you really? like it's like it's like every pit, pitbull song you know it just like the original doesn't <laughs> say like to those after you would not associate that with like partying and molly and miami ever and then you hear the football version, you're like, yep, that's yep, that's Miami.
0: <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's uh let's go. get a listen. All right. Come on, Pitbull. They tried, they tried to get, get rid of what You can hear it? am like the living great guest. Okay, this isn't that bad. <laughs> C to C, I'm something that you this this really isn't that bad.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's, that's not good. I feel like you can use that to describe <laughs> most pit bulls. It's not, not terrible. It's Not good either. It's just it just is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that was rough. That was awful. So, woo, that was bad. Yeah. I mean, it's got my, it's got me bopping my head though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this has to do with Aquaman, but all right. all right, just
1: like that Post Malone song has
0: nothing to do with Spider Man, and yet it does. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pitbull, that's enough. <laughs> I've heard enough. Thank yeah, you. It just... All right, that was eh. okay. So for the cold open, Hopefully that's pretty that exciting. You guys got to hear Pitbull's version of Africa. Whoo! Well, yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> two minutes. I left. know, right? Four like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, I've only I've only been listening to two minutes of this podcast, and it already sucks. Yeah. Um, man, this is the this is the longest break we've had on the podcast in a while. Like, we I'm trying to remember uh... the last episode we did. What did we talk about? That's a great question. Even, like what the hell did we talk about? Let's check iTunes. For those of you who are listening and wondering what the hell we are talking about or maybe you accidentally downloaded See this isn't like radio where you you tune into something and you're like what is it that I'm listening to? You select um, you actually I went remember. out and selected this podcast to listen to. So me saying me saying like like oh hey for those of you just joining that's bullshit because you already know who you're listening <laughs> to so it's kind of stupid right. let me do this then let me apologize to all those folks out there who are uh just tuning or just tuning in God, you've been listening to the whole thing uh, i'm sorry that we haven't gotten off to a, a great start here guys um you'll have to bear with us the last time we did was uh I did a show it was december 4th uh and that was when we talked about yes. aquaman and we talked about daredevil so it's been it's been a good long while. It's been yeah, two weeks. Days.
1: You guys have heard from us. Yeah,
0: it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, so we're back, hooray! Um, we got lots to talk about too, because uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is why why we were gone. Um, I mean, I was out of state for uh, for ten days, so that had a big chunk of it too. Uh, the other part of it is, um, and it's just me and me yep. uh, me and Marcus tonight. Uh, running GGR Pirate Radio, because uh, Mr. Steve Monick is out with bronchitis, uh, James Rambo has to work ahead, a special guest lined up, Philip John Pierre, uh, but he had to bail on us because he had work, and Yulee is just, I mean, he's busy all the time, he's got like a million things going on, so I didn't want to bother him uh, with our shenanigans tonight, so <laughs> we'll get him on another episode. But we wanted to talk about some of the stuff that we missed while mm-hmm. I was gone, and while we weren't doing shows. We got a lot to talk about. Um, I was in Disney World for one, so that's always exciting. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, as we were talking about Christmas music too, we'll talk a little bit about Christmas. Uh, we're going to talk about um, Elseworlds, man. The the Arrowverse had a pretty badass three-episode crossover uh, that just happened. Absolutely. Um, we'll talk about the new movie, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which, uh, MC, you've seen. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll, just, we'll, we'll play it by ear, guys, a little pre-Christmas episode, and then we will do one more episode this year to kind of wrap up everything. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this party started. This is GGR Pirate Radio, and I'm going to play that theme music. Um, I'm going to do the new one, the one with the Caps intro, because that one's awesome. <laughs> All right. If I can just remember what I called it, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> there it is. Okay, found it. We are starting in five Four, three, two, one. Broadcast starting. Good job. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Do
1: it. Do it! Come on, kill me! I'm here!
0: Come on! Do it now!
1: This is called Pirate Radio.
0: And as the puck drops, the words that D.C.
1: fans have been waiting to hear since 1974, the Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares.
0: Wayne, you gonna win on this? Oh, well, there's nothing better than a fart. Except kids
1: falling off bikes, maybe. I could watch kids fall off bikes all day. I don't give a shit about your kids.
0: This is called pilot radio. But Peter, why would they make you president? Well, maybe it's because I can recite all 50 states in a quarter of a second. Hey! This is called pilot radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? be like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns Uh. are for jerks.
1: (laughs) This is called Pirate Radio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and you are listening to GGR Pirate Radio. We are the podcast wing of our website, which is the Great Geek Refuge. That is www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Joining me on tonight's podcast I have the wonderfully talented and f- festively holiday spirited Mr. MC Brooks. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh and tonight we are going to be talking about all things uh holidays and about some of the stuff uh that we missed in our little two week hiatus that we had almost 3 weeks uh that we were off. Um I think the first thing that we should start with is um kind of why I was gone. Um, I've talked about it many times on this, on this podcast before I'm a huge Disney fan and I'm not one of those people that like everything in our house is like glittery and princessy and you know, it, it, there's like talking animals, you know, ro- roaming around our home or anything like that. It's nothing like that. Um, we do, we love Disney movies. I mean, which is now star Wars and all the Marvel stuff. Yep. So that's always nice, but really like we just, we love going to Disney world and, some people are like, "Well, how could you go to Disney World every single year?" I, I mean, I have so many people that ask me that question, and and will answer that very simply, because when you're there, y- you don't have to be an adult anymore. And I know that sounds weird and it sounds stupid, but like everything's magical. Everything's great. Like you, you get to you get to enjoy stuff. You get to be a geek. You like it is literally if when I picture. The, uh, the concept of a great geek refuge as like a real place it's disney world because you get to geek out about the things that you enjoy like for instance don't ask me why i have no idea but like my favorite disney character is donald duck but not just any donald duck it's when he's dressed up in the mexican outfit when he's hanging out with the three Caballeros. like i don't know why it, i just think it's great and i got to meet him me and my son got to meet the i mean the guy dressed up as donald duck in the little Mexican outfit. And it was like the greatest thing ever. It was so cool. Like it's, it, it makes your day. Like my son was like smiling ear to ear. Like you ride the rides there. You sing along with all the songs. Like it's just, it's you, you don't have to apologize for liking the things that you like. And so often in our society, you do. And yeah, it's expensive. I get it. And, and a lot of people are like, how can you afford that? Because we eat like ramen every day <laughs> bef- bef- leading up to vacation so that we can afford these things. Like it's for us, it's worth it. And like, when you get there, the food is incredible. Like all the people that work there are super nice. Like you meet other people who are like-minded too. Like my kid is spirited is a good way of putting it. Like he's, um, he's on the, aut- on the autism scale and he's energetic and he likes the things that he likes and he likes to talk about them with everybody and in a regular circumstance not in disney world if he starts talking to somebody about the things that he likes they're probably just gonna look at him like he's crazy or maybe say something like what's wrong with him but in disney world like we're on a bus right and it's this older lady and he, uh, we're going to Epcot and he's, and my son's like, are you guys going to Epcot too? And the lady was like, yeah, we're going to dinner in in the Italian pavilion at Epcot. And he's like, Oh, are you going to this restaurant? And they're just having this great conversation. It's this 10 year old and this probably like 70 year old woman. And well, as soon as they're done talking about the restaurant, he's like, well, what about this ride? Do you like this ride? This is my favorite ride. And like, she's never once like rolls her eyes or anything like that. She just loves how excited he is about this. And like th- that right there in itself is why, I love going there and why we make it a point to go there every single year because it's, it's a reprieve from a world where most people don't give a damn about anything other than themselves. And you get to see that on on full display when when you're in a place like that. And it's, and like in a perfect world in the future, when GGR is making money left (laughs) and right, you know, hand over fist, I don't know how, but we will. Um, Like I'm going to, I want to have like a GGR, event where we're all down there. Like, we all get to go to Disney World. We podcast from there. Like, we we just all go as, like, our GGR family. And, like, because I want to share it with all of you guys, too. I want you guys to share in this joy that that me and my family have every single year.
1: Yeah, I agree. That'd be awesome, actually. I haven't been to to Disney World since I was about 14, so I'd be really curious just just to see how different it is, like, 16 years later.
0: Yeah. Well, like, even... Even better though, man. Like, is now it's like they're 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 gearing up for the big changes because like they just added in Hollywood Studios they just added a Toy Story Land, which even if you're not a Toy Story fan, you know that doesn't sound like that would be that cool. You're like, well, what am I going to do with Toy Story? I'm going to ride some rides and and pretend to be a toy. It's it's more than that. Like it basically is, like the whole premise is, is like Andy built this theme park in his backyard mm-hmm. with the toys. And like he turned uh, Slinky Dog into a roller coaster, and it is the coolest ride ever. It was so much fun, and like even like the theming that they do in Disney World, and like there's pictures up, and like if you go to the GGR um, Instagram, which is uh, GGR uh, the Great Geek Refuge, just search it on Instagram. Like all the I put pictures up of all the stuff that we did while we were there, and on this Slinky Dog ride they have it themed. So like you're, you're walking through like the line to to get to the ride and there's all these like toys and board games and stuff like that. And it's just really, really cool. But on top of that too, like it's little things that they do for the theming. Like for instance, they say like your little warning where it's like, you know, Hey, please keep all your hands, arms and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You know, make sure you stow all loose articles so they don't go flying out of the roller coaster, but they do it in Spanish too, but they're doing it in slinky dog's voice. <laughs> so like in Spanish, he's like, He's like, por favor, keep manos y brazos inside the roller coaster at all times, and it was just, <laughs> it was so friggin' funny. Like, I, I, I really, I, I can't ex- describe it any any other way than that. I can't see how anybody would be like, well, why would you want to go somewhere like that? Why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a YouTube video of it right now, and it looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like the the really, thing in the background. The, the, oh, yeah, dude! Like this, yeah. Oh my god, this looks awesome.
0: It, t- it totally is and like like i said if you want to see if you want to see pictures of it just go to go to instagram i mean the ggr instagram i'm actually looking it up right now yeah it's ggr underscore great geek refuge but um if you look through there the most recent pictures are well that was the <laughs> night of drinking um that's in there uh those are the most recent pictures uh but then there's also our chinese restaurant that we went to called the yak and yeti which is in uh animal kingdom which is incredible it's like the best food i've ever had um there's the wildlife uh, uh, reserve that we went on. We went on a safari. Uh, there are pictures from the German restaurant that we went to, um, which it's like a German buffet. It was like, it was incredible. Um, yeah, there's just, there's pictures of, of everything we did. Toy Story Land is in there, uh, the whole shebang. And it was just, it was a blast. And I I recommend it highly. And if you, if you're like, oh, it's too expensive, yeah. just, know that you can do it. Make sacrifices, you know, G- give up on ordering lunch at work every single day. Uh, and you can, and you can pull it
1: exactly. off. Those are the kind of experiences that you take with you for the rest of your life. Even if you only end up going one time, like even though the, the last time I've been to Disney World's 14 years ago. Like I still remember having a blast. Like that's, that's what it's for, right. Like, you know? Yeah. You can, you can buy, you can bypass, what? you know, that sub in order to, you know, take a trip down to Florida. For a once in a lifetime experience. Why not?
0: Well, and that's the thing that we try to preach to our kids too, is like it's is experiences over stuff. And we would rather all go to Disney World together and ride these rides and eat these amazing meals and experience these things instead of like, oh well, let's get a PlayStation and let's buy all these fancy clothes and let's, you know, go out to eat every single night. Like we would rather scrimp and save and you know have a couple of nights of you know frozen chicken nuggets and french fries so that we can do this sort of stuff
1: exactly and if you think about it when you're older which the memory you're more likely going to retain are you going to remember the friday night that you ordered pizza from the same pizza place that you ordered pizza from all the time or are you going to remember you know a friday night in disney world
0: exactly yeah are you going to remember getting to ride Ah, uh, the Jingle Cruise because uh, they have the Jungle Cruise, right? That's one of their rides. But at Christmas time, they call it the Jingle Cruise, and <laughs> they change all the jokes that they do to Christmas theme jokes. It's it's just like that's the kind of stuff. And like all, every, the whole park's like decked out in Christmas lights. It's just it's really really dope.
1: Yeah, not just to go back to the sneaky Dog back. a little bit. Like I love yeah. how I love the design of this. Like it, it literally, it literally looks like you're going through like a kid's room. Like there's blocks. There's books, there's random stuff all around. Like, wow, this is really cool.
0: Well, and one of the things that Disney does too is like their attention to detail is ridiculous. Like they, it it sounds stupid, but like, you know how when you get those board games or you get like a, uh, let's say a rocket, like you you get like a a toy rocket set and it comes with like the little sticker pack that you have for like, you know, the sticker that you're going to decorate the rocket with. Um, Every single time you took those stickers off of there, you never got the sticker off right and there would be like little pieces of paper that were stuck or like you'd rip the sticker a little bit like even on the little sticker packs that they have those giant sticker packs in the line for slinky dog there's ripped off portions of the sticker too so like they took that into consideration when they were doing that like disney has just an incredible eye for detail for this like everything is in, is immersive like same thing with like the star wars right star tours like you're not just like Oh, let's get on this ride. And it's star Wars. No, you walk through a queue where you're basically like boarding a flight to go around the galaxy and just tour around and see a bunch of stuff. And there's like, you're basically like in a terminal and like all the walls have like these moving things where it looks like there's aliens walking by and they're like scanning you and like decontaminating you. And like the little robots are having like a conversation with you and stuff. It's just, it's really, they they pay so much attention to every is, little detail. It's just awesome. really it's good awesome.
1: Good to hear. I'm glad you guys have fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it was it was it was dope. The, um, I mentioned in the Instagram, uh, if you look at the most in, uh, the most recent picture in there, uh, it has pictures of uh, the alcoholic beverages that I enjoyed with my my wife and my uh, and my daughter. Um, so <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a heavy drinker at all, right? I don't drink very much. Uh, it's just not my thing, and I had uh three drinks but Ooh. equivalent to like four shots of rum and a beer days. <laughs> so i was pretty evenly evenly toasted and yeah right <laughs> like but like i'm a big dude so i can i'm not like tipsy or i'm not like tripping over my feet or anything like that i'm just i'm happy you know and i'm a happy drunk too uh, like i just want to have fun and laugh and give hugs and stuff like that but we get on the monorail and i swear to god there's this dude wearing a make america Great Again hat and, like, it completely killed my buzz. Like, I like I went from zero to 60. Like, 60 to zero. It was, like, just immediate, like, slam on the brakes. Because I was, like, happy-go-lucky. And I turned around and I was, like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Like, and, like, my wife is, like, would you shut up? You're so loud. And I'm, like, no. I'm not going to be quiet. I mean, fuck this guy. Like, I was oh i was so mad and like I, I was like contemplating in my head i was like he's not that big i could take him and take his hat and then wear it on my belt like a trophy i'm like yeah look what i took you know you don't deserve to wear this you sack of crap like <laughs> yeah
1: Just, then again you also don't want people to mistake you for being the mega guy because you have it on your belt
0: no it, i would i would literally like get get some duct tape or i would take it to like the place where you get the mickey ears where they do the embroidery mm-hmm. and i have them embroider on the hat i stole this guy's Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> <laughs> This is a trophy, not a symbol of racism and hate. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that was the rest of the trip was awesome. Like it was surprisingly cold for Florida. Like I was expecting it to be like in the 70s or 80s. It, nah, it was like in the 60s and it rained one day and it was like in the 50s. It was like it was like being here, basically.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, compared to what we had here while you were gone, I yeah. will happily take sixty degree weather with a little bit of rain. Like Oh yeah, I heard it was, it was I heard it was snowing. Yeah, we got pretty much thirties slash early forties. Oh like, yeah. It would be 38 in the morning with a high of 41. Like Ugh. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was awful.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds pretty crappy.
1: At least sixty degrees is hoodie weather. So I mean I I'll take that. Yeah.
0: It. Yeah, I did see the uh I saw the weather reports and I was I was not missing dc at all for sure it's <laughs> like no i'm, I'm good yeah. i think i'm gonna stay in florida for a while yeah. um but yeah it was it was good times man and um we're we're gonna do one more trip in november because um, it's Jax's 11th birthday and his birthday is 11 11 so he's turning 11 on 11 11 and that's kind of a special birthday for him um so we're gonna go down and, and that'll be um well i mean we'll probably do another trip the year after that too but like <laughs> let's not kid ourselves <laughs> um but that'll be cool because star wars land will be open then Ooh. and it when you're in toy story land you can see the construction of star wars land from toy story land and like the little mountains and the buildings are almost done and like you can see spaceships and stuff like it was it was really cool it was a really really nice tease for for what's coming
1: do they already have details out about what they're gonna have there
0: yeah they do they they um if you go to literally just type in star wars land it'll pull up um what's there i mean there's there's already yeah actually you can go to disneyworld.disney.go.com or just disneyworld.com it'll take you right there um and it has hollywood studios star wars galaxy's edge and it has pictures of, like, the rides and, like, what you're going to experience. There's going to be a Star Wars hotel. Like, it's it's going to be dope, dude. Like, it's, it's going to be, like, the coolest thing ever. And, like, especially for, like, anybody who liked Star Wars growing up as a kid where you were just like, man, I wish I could go to these planets and do these things and fly the Millennium Falcon. You're going to get to do all that stuff. And you'll be in Florida. You won't have to, you know, That's actually, cool. like, go into space. <laughs> or California, I suppose, for all those West Coast folks out there. I do need to mention that. Yeah. Cause like, holy crap, we have a huge West coast following for some reason. Um, when, when we go on the website, when you go on great dot when I'm looking at like the numbers, cause I, it shows me like analytics and stats and stuff like that. I'm looking at like how many people read our articles and how many people listen to our podcasts and stuff like that. And the breakdown per state, yeah, I figured yeah, like be- Virginia would be way high up there. DC, Maryland, those would be high up there and Pennsylvania like those would be like our big money States because that's where all the people that live, all the people that podcast live. We live in Virginia, Maryland or Pennsylvania or DC, you know? So I figured that's where all of our numbers would be. We like Oregon of all States, Oregon has a huge following. It is the number one state. Whoa. Yeah. And it's not even close either. It's like, let me, I'm actually going to pull it up right now. Wow. Oregon like outpaces all the other states by like thousands of of visits. So, shout out to the West Coast, man! Like Oregon's holding it down.
1: Yeah. Th- hey, thank you, Oregon. Yeah. Thank you, West Coast. Exactly. West right. Coast.
0: Like, I'm all about that. Yeah. Like, it's. Uh, let me find what we got here because it was, it was, I was, I was shocked. Like, I it didn't even make sense because I don't even have like any family that live out there, as far as I know. So, like. Yeah. Let's see. Traffic. And then you can go to geography. And then under geography, if you click on the United States year to date. Yeah, so in the United States we have um 3,590 subscribers, which is pretty awesome. Uh 730 of them are from Virginia, 106 from Pennsylvania, 193 from Maryland. Um I can't see anything for DC, which is weird. Oh wait, here we go. One hundred and seventy-two in DC. Good job, DC. Yeah, One thousand five hundred and ninety-three from Oregon.
1: <laughs> Oof.
0: this is where we need the air horn effect. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> air horn effects. Yeah, yeah dude. Way to go Oregon? Like go? Yeah.
1: Shut... yeah wow. Well, that's that's awesome.
0: Go Ducks, apparently. But then, like, you know, like if you look at, um, if you look at the world. I mean, obviously, America is where money is made. Um, Canada, 75 people in Canada. Thanks, thanks Canadians. (laughs) Thanks, Canadians. Three people from Mexico. Uh, None in Cuba, which, I mean, is not shopping. (laughs) None in the Dominican Republic or um, Haiti. Um, None in Jamaica. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Brazil. Hey, four people in Brazil. Shout out Brazil. Hot damn. Yeah. Um, Hey. We have somebody in Nigeria listening. (laughs) Two people in South Africa. Two people in uh, in Kenya. One person in Tanzania. Two people in Saudi Arabia. One in Oman. Uh, Three people in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, One person in the Kingdom of Jordan. No Egyptians. Four people in Turkey. Hey, all right. We have a pretty... Hey, nine people in Germany. Six people in France. Six people in Spain. 55 in England, six people in Russia, 38 people in China. Hey, China. Way to go, China. GGR
1: is officially worldwide.
0: We We are worldwide. worldwide. And just think, we started the show with
1: Mr. Worldwide, and now we are worldwide.
0: Look at you tying things together. Um, (laughs) I was hoping to see if we had any Japanese. Um, Eight people in the Philippines, seven in Australia. Um, No, not much in Japan. Hey, two people in Japan. 0.5 percent of our listenership (laughs) is from japan it's a start (laughs) (laughs) hey we're getting there man okay so we got we went down a rabbit hole there for a second um but yeah i just it's to kind of tie it back like i was saying like oh you can go to florida and you can go to star wars land there's gonna be a star wars land in in disneyland too and in um in los angeles so there will be the ability to see that as well um but yeah like that's i think that pretty much wraps up our vacation stories for, for the time being um what was cool too is i wanted to kind of tie this in um there was a pretty badass crossover event that happened on on the Aeroverse uh while i was gone um mr brooks and you actually a shout out to you you are the first person other than myself from ggr to be on fantastic form so congratulations Hello. to you Who's was on there we are sp- stretching out man <laughs> making a big name for ourselves. Um so you got to be on Yuli's show last Saturday and you guys talked about the Elseworlds crossover, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Tell me a little I mean cuz I didn't get to listen unfortunately. So I mean like what did you guys specifically talk about cuz I mean we'll talk about like what we thought about the Elseworlds crossover. What did you guys actually talk about detail wise?
1: Uh detail wise, I mean we kind of we kind of jumped around. Uh we kind of jumped around like we didn't really follow like we didn't go through each episode in detail like we didn't start out talking about flash and then you know arrow and supergirl we kind of bounced around a little bit uh, we spoke about uh, batwoman who got introduced uh, in this crossover uh, some of the comic um, some of the comic references and some of the the uh, actual comics that got brought to life as far as the storylines that were that were used for the Elseworlds crossover, uh, we talked a little bit about the, their tease for next year's crossover, which I'm sure we'll talk about in just a few moments here. And uh, yeah, I mean, we we you know we got to just speak about kind of what we thought, you know, how we how we felt about, you know, what what they decided to do with the crossover. You know, I mean, I mean, these crossover events are very ambitious. I mean, you're trying to link. Multiple shows with different shooting schedules, and getting everyone together to you know make this cohesive story, and you know it was it was just awesome, and we got to you know really talk about that.
0: Yeah, I mean it's and that that kind of to tie into what we thought of it in general. Um, I, I did like how ambitious it was. I like that they don't really hold back when they do these when they do these events i mean they, they very easily could and just make it very simple and like very um not straight-laced but very like safe but they don't do that i mean they they take some chances they do some different things i mean the fact that you were willing they were willing to essentially body swap Barry yeah. and Oliver was was pretty and, interesting
1: and and it is interesting because their personality-wise they're polar opposites their shows are polar opposites. You know, you know Flash ha- Flash has a little bit more comedy in it than you generally find in Arrow if you find anything other than the occasional one-liner. You know, and so it was it was it was interesting because you're getting to see Oliver Queen in The Flash where he gets to be a bit more funny and and you know uh kind of express that side of him that we don't see an arrow because of how his character generally is.
0: Yeah. And yeah, that, they, that was really put on display too um, in this, in this three part series was that dichotomy like that, that balance of the two of them, you know, that how Oliver is all about like brutality essentially. And yeah. Barry's all about hope. And just the two of them really do balance each other well. And I the first episode was okay. I didn't enjoy that one as much as the second one. I yeah. really enjoyed the second one. Um, but it's hard to kind of really break it down into which one of the episodes I like the most because I yeah. just like the whole story. The whole and, story was fun.
1: episode two is really where the action – is really where the action pulls um, – um, gets going. You know, like the first episode is cool. You, you know, you get to see – Oliver Queen's Flash, and I mean th- that was that that's a weird visual. <laughs> it was a weird visual to see him in the in the yeah. in the Flash shoot and see Barry in the, in in the uh, the Arrow outfit. Um, but but I mean that episode was essentially just the setup episode, you know what I'm saying? So you know Arrow was really where like everything really got good.
0: Yeah, and especially too that we got to see more of and we talked about this on the uh in the um Aquaman uh episode we did I really like the guy they chose for Superman I'm I'm very very happy with um just the way he portrays it um the only thing that I didn't really like is he wasn't as badass as Superman should be in my opinion true and I mean, like, and, and I'm not blaming the actor for that. I mean, I think it's just the way that they write him. But I mean, they did this, honestly, they did this, they did the same thing in the cartoons too, as they always have Superman kind of muted, you know, like he's, he's powerful and he does cool stuff, but like, you can't have him as powerful as Superman can be, because if you do, then it gets really, really boring. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I can also kind of understand
1: it too, because in this universe, Superman is a side character. So like I kind of, yeah. so I kind of get it. You don't want to put too much focus or emphasis on him when you know he's on Supergirl show, and so you know you kind of want to make sure that she's not undercut or undermined by her cousin showing up when he does.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a really good point too. I mean, and it is it is her her show, and the fact that he basically they set the story up so that he is going to take a back seat, more or less like indefinitely because he's like, Oh yeah. Hey, I'm going off to, you know, this pocket universe where Krypton still exists and I'm taking Lois Lane with me and we're going to have a baby. So like they really set up him to be gone for a good long while.
1: And, and, and if you remember a couple of months ago, we, um, We spoke about the possibility of there being a Superman show. And and this was the crossover that we referenced. That was like, you know, depending on how this goes, you know, perhaps they could launch it. And I don't think either one of us anticipated that they could actually launch it. But Superman wouldn't even be the focus of of that show, considering he's going to be having a child, which, you know, I think it's kind of safe to assume is more than likely going to be uh, John Kent. And, and, and it could be, I mean, there, and there's multiple ways they could go about, it. they could go about, you know, making it make sense. Like the time on uh, Argo uh, passes at a different rate. So when they return back, you know, he's already yeah. 10 or however old they want him to be. And, you know, it like th- there's ways they could, they could, they could do that. And and kind of go around the the fact that yeah Lois was pregnant last year now she has a ten year old what the hell
0: yeah I mean they very easily can can handle that you know like Argo like oh yeah it's a pocket universe so therefore you know X Y and Z um they don't yeah they don't really have to follow any rules specifically with that they can kind of do whatever they need to do yeah. so.
1: and, and the thing is a show like that would make it would make a ton of sense because like we just take a step back from just the shows themselves like th- the the cw arrowverse has shows that pretty much hit almost every demographic that they're trying to get at so this you know this super family show super boy show whatever whatever it ends up being if they do end up going this way this could be the way that they uh, try to get the teen crowd in the way that a show like riverdale you know does but this would just be a show that's now part of the Arrowverse that now also appeals to that same demographic.
0: And it takes them back to their um, their CW roots, you know, when they were the WB of the, mm-hmm. the teen dramas, you know, like the, yeah. the Dawson's cool. Creek and stuff like that. So
1: Yeah, and and the good thing too is, you know, the CW has shown that they're not afraid to be, you know, to take to take chances. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Riverdale, but like you know, they've turned Archie Comics into like this you know, these like very dark murder mystery, (laughs) very dark murder mystery kind of show. And it's like, you know, I didn't read Archie comics very much, so I wasn't super familiar, but like, it was really cool to just see them in, in this particular light. And it's really dope. And so I know that you, you know, you've mentioned it before that you shouldn't really do dark Superman. It doesn't really work that way, but this could be the opposite of, of, of that in, in which, where Riverdale is the, the teen drama that's you know it's very dark and whatnot, this could be the the opposite of that.
0: Yeah, well I mean that's the thing though, is like when when you're talking about like iconic, I mean as, as much as I, I really don't think anybody can argue that Superman is the more iconic of the characters when you're talking about Superman versus Archie and Jughead, oh, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> like it's you can you can take some liberties with Archie and Veronica and Jughead and all of that because I mean they're relevant because they're still they're still around but like they're not ingrained in the culture you know kids are not talking about Archie and Jughead and Veronica and all of that but now they yeah, are because I'll tell you like my my 20 year old stepdaughter watches that show and she really enjoys it so it's they're, they're definitely doing some stuff with it that they've never done before so
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah and i mean more power to them too you know like that's that's the one thing i like when you think of like your big networks you don't really think of the cw but that's that kind of gives them a lot more freedom absolutely and they can do a lot more They yeah they can do a lot more than like fox or nbc because they're not beholden to those same like ridiculous standards of oh man we have to have you know x y and z and we have to make this many millions and we have to have these advertisers Now the cw is like w- we don't really care whatever like <laughs> well have the same crappy commercials we'll play actually if you watch the app you'll watch the same commercial <laughs> six times in a row before it comes back
1: very true and and, and to be honest if you look at yeah. even the arrowverse i mean you you could look at that as something that's you wouldn't really expect from a major network because these aren't I mean you can you maybe make an argument for the flash but Air, Green Arrow Supergirl the, the the characters on Legends like these aren't like widely known widely popular as far as the, the public is concerned publicly known superheroes like people may know of the flash but you know how much do they really know and, and so it, it's kind of it's kind of impressive I would say for them to want to develop this this universe even if they just kind of backed into it after the success of Arrow uh, even if to to create this universe based on kind of lesser known uh, DC characters and I mean part of it is obviously because DC you know is not going to license them to use uh, the characters that they use for uh, you know their movies but it's still impressive that they, you know, still felt compelled to even take on the risk of trying to set up a TV universe with lesser known superheroes.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they did them using Arrow as opposed to Batman, which I mean, obviously yeah, Batman yeah. Is, has been done, you know, and like Batman gets done on a regular basis. Um, By using Arrow, it gives them a little bit more flexibility, but it's almost the same thing that Marvel did because Marvel did some movies before Iron Man, but using Iron Man, everybody knew who Iron Man was, but they didn't really know Iron Man like they do now. And they really, it's almost like, I wouldn't say they followed a, a page of their playbook, but like, they're very similar in that aspect that they took a known character that people know of, but they don't really know that well. And really expanded and, upon his and, character, and,
1: and I think that they they did enough too. That they, I think they did enough to where is it completely comic accurate? No, of course not. It's television, they're not gonna it's not gonna be direct page to screen. But I do think they, from what I've heard, that they they've done enough to keep people who read the comics who are familiar with these characters happy, but also do enough to make this something that also stands on its own, that it's not just something that's just directly ripped from an already created storyline.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, it's fun. And like, I, I haven't even really, I've never watched a single episode of arrow by itself. I've watched, I've only watched him in his interactions with the flash with, with Barry Allen and that team. And honestly, like, I could probably jump into it and probably I would I would enjoy it very much. But like, that's what's great about these characters—you can get enough of them just from watching them cross over with the other characters too.
1: Yep, absolutely. And and to to bring it back to the crossovers, I do I do love that that's something that they're also conscious of. That the, like these crossovers are for the fans. Yeah. You know, they like these episodes have nothing to do with what these respective shows are doing. With their primary plots, uh for in their respective seasons. Oh yeah, you know these, these these are completely independent. These are this is solely for the fans. Yeah, and and it's awesome that you know like there are people like us who are just like we. It's really fun to just see these superheroes just get together and kick ass, and and it's, yeah. it's just cool. It's just cool to see, you know, like Justice League was a bad movie, but like I was I I liked seeing everyone together just in that regard that made me enjoy it even though it's a bad movie but like with the I, th- I think you know that that's what makes these crossovers so special i mean i watch all of the shows individually and like they're all cool individually and i, I love the heroes that they have you know the other uh superheroes that they have who cameo and, and are our side characters But it's, it's it's just really cool to just see barry and oliver get together to to see car come over from from uh, earth 38 uh now superman is crossed over this was his first time uh, uh crossing over with uh with uh uh flash and uh an arrow so like, can it's, i this
0: is cool to see can i state real quick how funny it was how much of a fanboy Barry was for Batman. Yeah. <laughs> how him, him and Oliver were going back and forth and Oliver's like, the Batman is a myth. And he's like, he's not a myth. There's no way he's a myth. And like that woman shows up and he's like, see, I told you he's real. Oh no, no, he didn't even do it like that. He did like the little kid, like with Santa Claus thing. Cause he was like, Batman is real. He like whispered it to himself. Like <laughs> And that and, and <laughs> oh man, that was that That's was freaking amazing!
1: Awesome, and, 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 I mean, like the bro, the bromance of Barry and Oliver is also really fun to watch too. Yeah, that was that, that. I mean, that 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 one was really awesome. And what's interesting is there's there's a there's a very fun fan theory going around um i can mention it now or i can wait a little bit to kind of get no, i into- mean
0: go go ahead because i mean we really haven't held back on spoilers which yeah um what i'll do is um sorry guys <laughs> basically <laughs> you know if you were looking for spoiler free you know our bad yes um we're nerds we get excited about stuff um and really, we didn't spoil anything. We didn't spoil any of the main plot. We didn't talk about the story. Um, we just talked about some of the, 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 the features. And the story is really cool, too. And there's a lot of really, really great surprises, um, some surprise characters that pop up that you really maybe would not expect. Um, it was it was just good. It was it was really good. We won't spoil the storyline for you, we promise. But go ahead. What were you going to say about the Panthers? Okay, so...
1: One of the and, and it's interesting because I, I just discovered it around uh, around when these when uh, these episodes were uh, premiering. So there's been lots of like over over the seasons of, of Arrow and, and Flash and all these shows, people have always been wondering where is Batman? Like, why is Batman not not there? Like, pretty much the only. Batman references that we've gotten like he's never really been mentioned by name we've heard Bruce Wayne uh mentioned by name uh, in the in the flash in that future newspaper we see the 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 uh Wayne Tech and and Queen uh incorporated merger thing so like you you see references but like you never actually see him no one actually references him and you know as you mentioned a few moments ago Oliver doesn't even think this this man even exists you know at all yeah. Now, one of the interesting fan theories that have been that's been going around and, and it seems to to have been corroborated with some of the stuff that we see in uh actually the Arrow episode of this crossover is that the Arrowverse as presently constructed is taking place in the Nolanverse, the Dark Knight trilogy. And so that's why batman has not been there that's why he's gone because if you at the, at the at the end of the of dark knight rises he you know gives up gives up the cowl and and disappears and and, and is gone yeah yeah, yeah with catwoman and so yeah. the theory is that the arrowverse takes pl- it takes place in the post uh Post Batman world for the most part, and that's why a man like Oliver, who's been you know, Oliver's been gone all this time, so he has no idea of what's been going on when he finally uh, comes back to Star City. You know, of course, Batman would sound yeah. would sound like a myth because he hasn't he he wasn't there when you know all of, when when everything from the Dark Knight trilogy was taking place, and and it it, it appears that no one seemed to have any like no one in the show had any favorable opinions of gotham city you know they they talked about it like it was just the worst yeah the worst place oh to man be.
0: yeah they yeah. Were, they trashed <laughs> yeah. gotham city dude. yeah were...
1: so so it it, it it was just interesting it was just interesting to 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 hear that and then it's a good we, theory because the um the mask, when we saw Bane's mask inside of Arkham Asylum, it's the same mask from yeah. uh, the Dark Knight Rises.
0: Oh, that is a good theory. Then
1: it's, it's the it's the exact same uh, exact same one. There's another one. Yeah. And I can't I can't remember I can't remember what the other Easter egg was. But there's there's another one that kind of lends also lends to to uh, to this theory that that Arrow is taking place within within the Nolanverse. Oh, I remember. That uh, what they where they used for Gotham City, they shot in the exact same places as they shot the Dark Knight trilogy in Chicago. They used this. Oh, yeah. Wow. The same building they used for uh, Wayne Enterprises in Dark Knight Rises was the same place they used uh, to shoot that era of uh, that uh, episode of Arrow in Gotham City in Chicago.
0: Not only that, too, when, when Batwoman went down into the bowels of the building to change into her suit, it was very, very similar to the way Bruce did in uh, The Dark yep. Knight. And, like, it was that same kind of, like, elevator, like, you know, that you know direct elevator down yep. kind of thing. Um, and I, I noticed that, too. The only thing that I would say that, like, well, and I can't really say it's, like, proof. It's, like, the only thing that I, I would have questions about is what the hell happened to Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character?
1: Also, that, that that's valid, like, though that's a that's a that's a a valid question
0: yeah because he gave him the keys to the kingdom like why do we not know anything about where where the hell has he been
1: who knows i mean i mean i'm sure and and i'm sure that there's ways to go there's ways to go to go around that i'm 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 certain because we because we actually don't know how much time has passed we know well, well hold on wait i lied because they did say it's been yeah. about three years or so since the Batman was last seen. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, perhaps uh, I don't know. There's a couple of different ways they could go. He he could have been the one who gave the the keys to Kate Kane, and let her take over. Yeah. Uh, what was left of 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 that building, and yeah. he just kind of went to do his own thing. I mean,
0: she is getting her own show, right? It's.
1: It's not officially. It it's like unofficially officially confirmed. Like, they're they're casting right now for it. Um, they're they're supposed to. They're allegedly going to start shooting uh, the beginning of next year. Beginning of next year. Um, there's a, there's a fun rumor about um, uh, about them actually including other members of the Bat family in the show. So. Uh, right now, right now, the name the, the the character that I heard was going to be confirmed for her show was Batwing. It was going to be uh, uh, and uh, uh, Lucius Fox's son. I can't remember his first name, but his his oh, his version of Batwing is going to be one of the other characters that is that's part of her show.
0: So Batwing instead of Nightwing, like that'll be yeah. interesting. Well, yeah, I mean which makes sense because you can't have nightwing because yeah. i mean i guess we have to assume that
1: yeah, yeah. well they're not going to do nightwing solely because he's going to be on titans
0: oh, yeah. that's true and, yeah and
1: okay as far as we know there's no like there's no plans or anything to say that the two exist in the same universe or because because yeah you, know, you haven't seen you. titans but titans doesn't take place in gotham like none none of
0: let's talk let's talk about that real quick because you've been you've been watching yes. that and it's one of the things that, like, that this is why we have contributors on GGR because um, I don't get to watch everything. So <laughs> between between you and Phil and Rambo and Steve and me and Yuli, I think we can all co- at least touch on some of the oh, stuff absolutely. that's going on. So we we can cast a pretty wide net, and like, and that's the other thing too. If you're listening right now and you hear this and you're like, man, I would love to be on a podcast with these guys. Let us know. We'd love to have you on. Like if you, if you watch these things, if you, if you're interested in any of these things, even if you're not, and you just want to hang out and talk with us about nerd shit. Cool. Let us know. We would more than be more than happy to have you on. Um, You can message us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I mean, anything, anywhere you see GGR, uh, the Greek geek refuge, hit us up and we will gladly uh, gladly get back in touch. But that being said, you have been watching Titans, which is on the DC streaming uh, service, correct? Okay. It got some pretty rough reviews, but what have you thought of it so Man, far?
1: It's fantastic. I, I, this first season, I haven't watched the finale, and the finale just came out today. Um, I haven't watched that yet, but just these these ten episodes that that they've put out, like it, it's been fantastic. Like, I, I, I think wow. I think part of the aversion to the show was something that the internet is often guilty of and that's uh jumping the gun, you know, they Oh,
0: <laughs> shocker.
1: You know, like before the show even came out, there were leaked photos from from the set and the internet spent a couple of days roasting uh roasting Starfire and her looks, the fact Beast Boy wasn't green. Uh, roasting uh, who they chose to play Raven and they 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 did all of this and from the moment I watched the first episode, I was like I, I was sold I, I, I was sold they did a really good job not only uh, not only uh, crafting a, a fun cohesive and interesting story. Especially with who especially with the Robin that they chose to, to play Robin. Um, which is uh they chose the Dick Grayson uh Robin, but yeah, yeah, so he, he's really? he's uh the Robin that's in charge. And so I I don't think this will be spoiling too much to say that the the big his big story arc this season is that he he and Batman are essentially not on the same page. He left Batman to be on his own, but it's not like he he went on his own because he felt like he learned all he could learn from Bruce. It was actually the opposite in that he felt like Bruce in adopting him was grooming him to be like him. And he didn't want, uh, Dick didn't want to be the brutal kind of heartless, you know, vigilante monster which is kind of how he perceived them he he didn't want to become that person because being robin and and batman sidekick brought up some it it took him to a really dark uncomfortable place for him and so that's kind of the source of their divide if you will for his story arc for for the season and oh and, and they they do a good job of like i said creating interesting storylines with each of the characters like how like how they bring how they end up bringing everyone together is really really interesting um it's a much darker take on on yeah. on the characters too and you can tell that they're you know like adult like there's a there's a Robin Starfire sex scene in this show yeah and and, and oh wow it's and it, it's, it's' it's interesting just how they how they go about it it like from what I've seen in the from from the ten episodes that' I've, that I've seen it's it's a fantastic show i I you know i don't I would encourage people to 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 watch and you know just kind of be open to what you're watching like don't watch with the anticipation that it's going to be like the very popular. A cartoon that was on Cartoon Network for forever, you know. Cartoon is goofy as shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Teen Titans Go. The original Teen Titans oh. cartoon, the original. Oh yeah, okay. So right. don't, I would, I would say, don't even go into it expecting, expecting that. You know, it's it's a much darker, a much darker take on the characters, but it's also interesting, and it's it's really good. You know, like I would say the things that you enjoy about early seasons of Arrow and the Flash are the things that yeah. I enjoy about this first season of Titans. And wow. It, okay. It's, and, and and they introduce you to characters that you're, you know, you perhaps unfamiliar with, you know, like uh, we, we just got introduced to Donna Troy a few episodes ago
0: which is um, that wonder is girl. wonder woman's mom no, no. right
1: <laughs> no wonder girl her the i oh. guess her sidekick do- daughter i guess i don't remember what they i don't remember what they, who they said she was
0: let me, at, let me look up donna troy real quick donna troy i can't remember like this is why we have rambo <laughs> on <Excuse> he's <laughs> the expert uh donna troy's comic book superhero blah blah blah, blah. um I guess she's just another
1: Amazon. Uh, it doesn't uh, say. I guess that's just what it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she she, you know, and kind of her story in Titans is like because obviously Wonder Woman and Batman know each other. Uh, you know, Donna and Dick yeah. kind of knew each other when, or they used to play with each other when they were much younger and being groomed as sidekicks to their main counterparts. Um. Yeah. It's just. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's just. I don't want to spoil the finale, but the finale has got me has gotten me really hype. In fact, it has got Yuli very hype too, because we last week spent about a good forty-five minutes on the phone gushing about Titans and <laughs> and how much we actually really. and, and how is, much we actually yeah. enjoy uh the show and, and, and its unique take on on all of the characters. Uh we even get a Jason Todd. And Jason Todd is, is is made an appearance as well, and so that that's you know seeing the two Robins interact is is super interesting too. It's it's a great show. I I I highly I recommend it. You know I recommend it. Just nice. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to um because we'll we'll go ahead and wrap up here in a little bit. Um, I wanted to give you one other uh chance because I know you. Have been chomping at the bit to talk about this, and in fact, you were looking for people uh, who had seen the movie too, so you guys so you could discuss it. Um, so not only have we has there been awesome superhero stuff on TV, uh, there's also been some pretty badass superhero stuff in the theaters, and we're not just talking about like the older stuff too. We're not talking about Venom. We're not talking about Aquaman. In fact, you said it might have been the best superhero movie you've seen this year. Absolutely. And what movie is that?
1: Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse.
0: Okay. So give me a little insight on this. Cause like, I know, I know the basics, like it's basically the, the Spider-Verse is the concept that there's like a Spider-Man for every single different universe that's out there. Yes. Just like the multiverse in, in DC, Marvel has their own version of a multiverse.
1: Right. That's correct. So yeah. Well, before I go into anything, if you have not yeah. seen the movie. There are going to be spoilers here. I'm,
0: Okay, so big time yeah. spoiler alert, like yeah. just stop right now, stop what you're doing, watch the movie first, and then you can come back and then hey, you can. Listen to this, okay. yes. Okay. Okay.
1: So uh unlike other unlike every other Spider-Man film we have ever gotten or that we've gotten so far, this film actually centers Miles Morales.
0: He's the main yes, character. He
1: is the main focus of this film, now nice. Parker is in the film, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Spider, uh, various Spider characters <laughs> from throughout from throughout the the multiverse. So the the basic premise of it is is, is it's, a, it's a Miles origin story. So you know you you see you know he's just a regular kid who ends up getting bit and getting his and getting his powers now the main antagonist in this film is actually the kingpin yes Ooh. so the kingpin is so we yeah, get more, we get, we get more right. we, and I, I have something to say about him a little bit later towards the end towards the end okay. uh so yeah it's a, it's a miles origin story <laughs> and basically okay so uh vanessa and his son they they leave fisk because they you know, they realize he's up to his criminal stuff again. Okay. And they end up getting killed. And oh, so Jesus. Fisk, yeah, Fisk is basically trying to uh, he's he's uh trying to with the help of a female Doc Ock uh, use this machine to basically pull a Vanessa from a different universe into his universe so he can be with them again. So he can have them back. Okay. and obviously uh peter parker Peter parker's spider man um obviously interrupts and uh yeah he interrupts ends up uh getting his face like put into the middle of this uh not even sure what to call it this kind of black hole thing
0: that yeah. that that is
1: searching throughout the multiverse for whomever and in doing that that's how several of the other characters end up coming into this universe but more on that in a second uh so miles actually is in is there too because he you know witnessed uh he just happened to be in the the wrong place as spider-man was fighting green goblin yeah and uh long story short miles witnesses peter parker get murdered by kingpin
0: whoa yeah wow
1: yep so he 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 watches so peter parker of his universe gets gets murdered and he witnesses it and miles ends up like getting chased by prowler because they realize someone else is there and yeah so uh fast forward miles is Miles ends up running into another Peter Parker, but from a different universe. Okay. And this is what's interesting. This is what's interesting about the Peter Parker that they do depict for most of this film is that it's not... Like, generally, how we see Peter Parker is he's young, he just discovers his powers. He's more than likely, like, still a student or maybe, like fresh out of school and just starting out as a uh, journalist or, or whatever. And yeah. the Peter Parker we actually get is the, the universe that he comes from. He's actually older. He's in his thirties. He and Mary Jane have split. He and MJ have split. They've divorced. He's overweight. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he, it's a depiction of Peter that we, I, I don't think we've ever seen before where he's he's older he's been spider-man for a couple years already and you can see the toll that it's taken on him
0: and there's definitely a different depiction and yeah wow that's i like that they're taking chances with this stuff though man like that's
1: it's i mean
0: yeah you're going to do an into the Spider Verse thing, and you're making Miles the main character instead of forcing it to always be Peter Parker. Like, Absolutely, that's awesome.
1: but Peter is still very integral to the story and to Miles. Like it, it's a it's a coming of age. It's essentially a coming of age tale too, because Miles is trying to, yeah, you know he's uh he's a he's in uh, middle school, I believe, and he's like just yeah. trying to kind of figure it out. <laughs> like he doesn't really have any. Yeah. idea and, and even when you get introduced to the other characters who who come in so like uh the other characters that we get introduced to uh we get uh noir spider-man we get uh penny oh, Parker. Nice. we get uh gwen stacy obviously <laughs> you
0: Peter, yeah spider ham my guy Dude, everybody has been. everybody's fallen in love with Spider Ham. Like that is, he's like the he, new favorite bro, thing.
1: He makes the movie. Well, I won't say he makes the movie. They all make the movie in their own way. But do you remember the feeling, like the the kind of hilar the kind of entertainment you got from watching like the old Looney Tune, like not the racist ones, but like the old Looney Tune
0: cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Like the old Looney Tunes, as long as they weren't, ra- yeah, no, yeah, well, even the racist ones yeah, were yeah. like, they were still like, they were still funny, and then like years later, you would be like, wow, that was really racist. <laughs> like, but so like
1: you you know like that like how the the Looney Tunes used to be, in, like in in that way, that's what you get from the Spider Ham character.
0: Yeah, really. So like goofy and slapstick, yeah. and like
1: and and <laughs> and. and uh, so I, I was listening to an interview um, earlier that uh, I can't think of the, the guy who plays uh, older Peter Parker. I um, can't think of his name right now. But uh, I basically found out that they had been working on this movie for two years, which, yeah. And oh, yeah? you can really tell, like, there's there's an extreme attention to detail that was done. With the with the animation and and let me explain exactly what I mean by that. So, Miles, yeah. I mean you've seen the animation, you know, in the commercials, and you know everyone, it's yeah, you know, it's digital for the most part. All of the characters that they brought in were all drawn with different animation styles and all brought together on the same screen. So like, so like that is no, really Ar- cool. Noir Spider Man looks like a noir character like no matter at what point you look at him on the screen like he stands there and he yeah. he's standing as if it's a shot out of a out of a out of a noir comic it's 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 super interesting penny penny parker is drawn kind of anime style and you you get to you get yeah. to see that penny uh peter porker is drawn again like <laughs> like a little teens character and it's it's yeah. it, it was just really cool to see these different animation styles all brought together, and it's done so well that like it's not it's not it's not even like it's it's overt or like bad on the eyes or anything like that. It's yeah it's, yeah it's that's like, awesome the, the the detail that they that they put in uh, even for all of the action scenes and, and the fight scenes that they had with these different characters having the like. Yeah. Seeing a noir, a noir animation next to an anime style, a, a Japanese animation style animation, it's 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 they're so different, but they but the 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 art was done so cohesively that it wasn't even like it was it was weird or like it didn't fit at all.
0: Yeah, and like I was I was excited because I was talking to my son because like one of the things that he's wanted to do during um like the Christmas holiday is he really wants to go see some movies. And one of the movies that he wants to see, um, he told me specifically, he was like, well, I really want to see Wreck-It Ralph 2. And I was like, done. We'll, we'll totally see that. And then he was like, I also want to see um, Into the Spider-Verse. And I was like, I, done. We can do that too. No problem. So I'm excited that I'm, I'm going to get to go see this movie. And like, I think this will be good stuff.
1: Absolutely. Like, and and, and, there are no real flaws with this film. Like gener- from a, from a plot perspective from a, like all of the characters get good screen time. You know, you never feel like like even though it's, a, even though you have all of these different characters, like it, it never feels like it's not still about miles and that he's not the main character or the main focus also the, and this is something that I love too there are two things and, and one of them I think you really get a kick out of one they do homages to every other Spider-Man film that's come out really so you get to see uh, like you get to see the upside down kiss from Spider-Man one you get to see him oh, cool. uh, the, the stopping the train uh, using his webs to, to like to stop the train uh, from two, uh, they even read they even uh, <laughs> redo the uh, the very famous emo Peter Dents from Spider-Man Three. <laughs> oh, do they really? <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, and, I mean, th- there's even something. There's even one. There's even an homage to Homecoming, which just came out last year in this film. You know, yeah. and so I, I just thought that that that's really cool. That like it's it's its own film, and it stands out on its own. But they still like pay homage to all of the Spider-Man films that came before it. Uh, Stanley's cameo, because you knew he had a cameo in this, was 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 dope. Oh, yeah. And the nice. best way to describe this movie, and you'll and you'll agree when you see it, is it's it's exactly like if they brought a comic book to life and animated it down to even the automatopoeia that you see it's 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 the, the film is just like from start to finish it's 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 just extremely extremely well done and there's so much to geek out and nerd out about that you you like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time and I, I, I was, I was like, I didn't even like, I, I paid no attention to to literally nothing else. Like I, I was so just drawn in to the animation, the, the story, uh, the plot and, and just all of these characters coming together. And like I say, like it's, it's still, it's still a mild story even with Peter and Gwen, and all of the other uh, spider, various spider characters uh, showing up and making an appearance. Like I said, the,
0: the I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm yeah. in. You know? <laughs> now, just
1: say that now the, the only thing that I, and I mentioned this kind of before, the only thing that I feel like is kind of a flaw, but it's not their own fault, is just their depiction of the kingpin. But it's not that it's a bad depiction of the kingpin. It's just when we're coming off the heels of Daredevil season three, like yeah, that Kingpin was so well done that it just it it outshines the Kingpin in this movie, which is again not bad. It's it's not it's not a bad Kingpin, but we just got such a badass you know depiction earlier this year that you know it's like it's just it's you can it's just not as good. You know what I'm saying? But it's not that that makes the movie bad or. That it's the fault of the movie that, you know, that the depiction we got on Daredevil was just that fantastic. But again, that's that's not anything I'll there's not anything you can hold against this movie. Just. Yeah. It's, it's, and and then post-credits scene. I won't spoil that for you. I'll, 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 I'll let <laughs> okay. you see that. But I I, I I was very geeked about what they did in the post-credits scene and rest assured we're getting a there's going to be a sequel to this movie
0: awesome this is this is cool i mean, i'm ex- i'm super excited like it's i'm not a huge spider-man fan like I'm, he's not like my go-to but like i've i've enjoyed most of the spider-man movies that i've seen and jacks seems to really like spider-man and i'm i'm all for it like if, if that's going to be his his gateway into this nerdy stuff, then then I'm I'm all for it, man. That'll that'll be the way we yeah. do it. So. I mean
1: he will absolutely if, if he loves Spider-Man, I mean anyone who who loves this yeah. the character of Spider-Man will will love this movie. There, there there's there's yeah. not really anything bad to you can really that you can say about it. You know, it's 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 interesting. It's it's unique. Uh you know again it's a it's a mild story, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like it, it still feels like spider-man you know just they do such a a great job and and there's a i mean my my friend who i saw the movie with like it it absolutely will tear at your heartstrings at at certain parts as if they were really on screen you know there's 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 one scene in particular and i won't say we i won't say what it is here um but it, it definitely tugs at you and like with the exception of me, <laughs> the, I don't think there was a dry eye in the theater, but it, 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 yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie. And I mean, Marvel, again, they're, they're three for three this year. I know this was produced by Sony, but I mean, Black Panther, Infinity War, this, I mean, I mean, you, I guess you could technically throw Venom in there too. Deadpool too. I mean, they, they,
0: Marvel's, they, they Marvel's have, getting, yeah.
1: This is the perfect cherry on top to what was already an awesome an awesome year for superhero yeah, movies.
0: Absolutely. Um, I want to kind of end on uh, a fun little Christmas note since um, this will be the last uh, episode we record before um, anybody who celebrates Christmas uh, actually celebrates uh, the holidays. So, so happy holidays to everybody out there. I mean, if you guys already celebrated Hanukkah, I hope you had a great Hanukkah. If you're going to be celebrating Kwanzaa, um, if you're going to be celebrating Kwanzaa, honestly, reach out to us here at GDR because i want to know more about the holiday because i think it's actually a really really cool uh concept um but um with christmas coming up here i wanted to do a flashback here um i'll let you choose one and then i'll choose one but like one sure. christmas present that you got that was just like if it wasn't the goat it was pretty damn close like one of the best christmas presents you ever got um, if you don't if you need a minute to kind of search the data archives that's cool because I got one lined up um or do you already have one ready
1: I I have two and I'm 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 really trying to figure out which one you
0: can do them both man
1: okay Uh, so growing up I was the biggest fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yeah like I used to I used to be late leaving for school every day Just to watch the first couple of minutes of the 8 a.m. episode. Nice. That came on in the morning. (laughs) And I didn't care that I was going to be late. And I didn't care that they were going to tell my mom that I was, again, late to school. um, Because I was watching Power Rangers. But there was one year. It it, it was sometime in the mid-90s. I'm not entirely sure what year. But I I just remember I'm really young. um, Maybe in like the second or third grade. And it was the first year that I think that they came out with the actual power Rangers action figures. Oh yeah. And my mom, you know, I I mean, I told my mom, I wanted them obviously, but I mean, I was old enough by that point to know that, you know, I'll probably get one or two of them, you know, obviously not going to get everything that I asked for until I wake up on Christmas day. And I have all five of the power Rangers Damn. Plus the Green Ranger, what? Plus the Megazord with all of the, the detachable pieces,
0: Dang, all of their
1: dude. all of their individual um, machines. On top wow. of that, I then I also had a replica of the, the the flute dagger that the Green Ranger had. Oh, nice! And I and I was obsessed with trains back then too. So I, like I got a, a giant train set on top of all of that stuff
0: that was a damn good christmas
1: <laughs> yeah i mean just just i have photos around somewhere and I, I you can just see the joy on my face at oh my god i got all of this stuff <laughs> yeah. and it, it was just it was just oh wow i'm, I'm yeah <laughs> i'm i'm awesome, feeling man. really joyful now just just thinking about it and uh, the, the other best Christmas gift that I, that I got was, um, my freshman year of college. Um, I had spent seven years asking my parents for a guitar yeah. and I was, I, I, I had for it for my birthday more than anything. I didn't really ask for Christmas, but just out of the blue, the, the, the first year that I, you know, I just kind of stopped asking, it was just like, you know, whatever they get me is cool. I, you know, whatever. And they surprised me with my very first acoustic guitar. And, you know, I, I was like, I didn't even care about anything else I got that year. And I don't, I, I can't yeah. even tell you what else I got that year. I was just excited that I that I you know, seven years of waiting and I, I finally was able to get my hands on my, my first guitar. And that made my entire yeah. Christmas just, just
0: the best. That is pretty awesome, man. Um, Wow. Like, I, I have a couple. Like, I, I remember I would have been going into fourth grade, so this would have been... Or no, I was in fourth grade. So this would have been 91, maybe, going into 92. Um, I got uh, the Sega Genesis Ooh. for Christmas, and that was pretty friggin' dope. Like, because, like, I don't ask me why, like, because I had the original Nintendo, right? And, like, but... They got the Nintendo when I was little. I was only like three or four when when they got the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So it was really more for my dad. But then I kinda co-opted and I kind of took it. <laughs> like not like on purpose, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. you just kinda kinda take it over. And the Genesis was my first system, the one that I chose. And that was a pretty dope present. Um but then also too, and it might have been either the year before yeah, it was probably the year before. Yeah, no, it was the year before cuz my my little brother um was born that year. Um I got the it, it was called the tournament table. And what it was is it was like this Fisher price, it was a pool table slash you you literally like it's like a, it was like a transformer you literally could like open up you could take the like the pool table plate off and underneath of it you had boards so that you could turn it into a, a table tennis oh, thing and I then remember you could this. turn the table tennis thing into yeah you could turn it into a an air hockey thing and that was like just the coolest present cuz like i had that for years dude and that got so much <laughs> use we played that all the time and like we even converted the um the table tennis because it was like flat and smooth we turned that into a paper football uh field as well like we like took like masking cape and like made the lines for the football field <laughs> like it was it was fun man like that that thing got a lot of use and i, I really enjoyed that that was that was an awesome awesome present
1: that sounds that sounds amazing
0: yeah re- yeah and like this. uh this is this is how old this is this is just shows how old i was um Years ago, my my aunt worked at RFK as like in the ticket office for the football team. And she got me tickets to a game. And like when they were like impossible to get. And we went and like my dad and I like was the only game I remember like actually like going to see in RFK. And it was just like it was it was the coolest thing. Like Gibbs was still the coach. Like it was it was pretty awesome.
1: Good times.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was good. So actually, I think now I got to double check. I don't know if he still was the coach. Let me look. Huh. I remember they played the Raiders, and they lost to the Raiders.
1: And this was early nineties.
0: This would have been early nineties. Yeah, I, I'm looking up like their their history, like the number of times they've played. Um, so they played. It, yeah, it would have been 1992. So Los Angeles Raiders 21, Washington Redskins 20. And I remember Redskins were up uh, 10 to 7. Um, and they knocked out Jay Schrader was the quarterback for the Raiders. And Jay Schrader got knocked out of the game. And I was like, oh, the Raiders are toast. And this dude, Vince Evans, came in. And I'm like, who the hell's Vince Evans? But Vince <laughs> Evans lit him up for like two touchdowns and yeah like it was yeah i just remember them losing i remember them losing to the raiders and and thinking that was a bummer but i mean the redskins still ended up making the playoffs that year so like it was yeah it was the day after christmas actually december 22nd so wow man i got all of that i got those tickets to the redskins game and my sega genesis all in the same year
1: same year wow
0: yeah
1: dude
0: (laughs) it was a pretty good year Yeah. yeah
1: absolutely you know what you know what's funny i actually just remembered uh something else too uh, and this is actually the same year I got my guitar. Uh, oh, yeah. My girlfriend at the time, my freshman year at Del State, my girlfriend at the time got me tickets, got us tickets, I should say, because <laughs> she came, uh, got us tickets to see My Chemical Romance, the, the Black Parade Tour. Oh, yeah. As part of my uh, that year, I remember. And we actually got nice. front row to, to see them perform that, which I thought was awesome.
0: Wow, that's awesome!
1: And what's funny is we actually met their manager after the show was over, but it was funny because he was oh, like yeah. trying to find a way to sneak them out the venue because, you know, all the all the fan yeah. girls were like hovering around trying to see where they were, and when that that was that was fun times.
0: That was pretty cool, man. I love like just kind of thinking about those those times because especially too like a lot of that like. I mean, without getting, like, all, like, super sentimental about it. I've talked about it on the on the podcast before that, like, um, my mom's no longer with us. Um, and, like, Christmas lights was always the thing with us. But, like, just those presents, like, the tournament table and the Sega Genesis, I mean, she was responsible for getting those for me. So, like, in fact, she was pregnant with my little brother. Um, and she was in the hospital. I found this out years later. And she was calling Toys R Us to make sure they had the tournament table so that my dad could go pick it up. And, like you know my mom and i had some issues and like not always the best of friends but like when i think of things like that you know it definitely like that's yeah you know that that's that's pretty awesome that your mom would be willing to do something like that while she was pregnant with your absolutely. little brother so
1: absolutely in fact yeah. i would i would i think yeah. i think that i think my younger sister my, she might, my mom actually might have been pregnant the year that my that she got those Power Rangers things for me. I don't remember what year that was. In any case, yeah, just yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, it is awesome when you're when you're, you know, your folks do that sort of stuff where you find out years later, like, that they were pretty cool at times, so <laughs> yeah,
1: I, absolutely, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I just remember, yeah, my mom likes to remind me from time to time about how her and uh, her and my godmother. Because my my guy brother got the exact same stuff that I got. How they oh, nice. they went they went camping out in front of Toys R Us at four a.m. on Black Friday. Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say
0: <laughs> your mom had to be like hardcore, dude. Because if I remember any, if I remember correctly, then Power Rangers action figures were impossible yeah. to get. So your mom must have been like throwing throwing bows and stuff to, to get, get those to like, get all of them. Like I I had yeah. all <laughs> I had
1: all five plus the uh plus the the white ranger i said the green ranger plus the white ranger so like that's like that is crazy to me
0: <laughs> but yeah wow yeah. Mm. that is that is awesome that is that is a really good really good christmas memory man absolutely um on that note i think we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode um we were we were down a couple people uh steve had bronchitis uh rambo had to work uh, phil had to work uh Yuli is just constantly busy doing his Yuli thing. So it was just me and MC tonight. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh check out the website. It's greatgeekrefuge dot com. Um not a whole lot of, of new content out, but we do have our, our favorite Christmas movies up there. One that Vic wrote um and then one that I wrote. Um but we'll have more stuff coming. We always do. We always got stuff coming. I'm sure we'll we'll do the geek sheets again starting Absolutely. in the new year. Um I know I know you got some stuff working uh that you're gonna do some podcasts here for uh for the overflow. Yes,
1: this is gonna be an episode in the next couple of days, actually.
0: Yeah. Um and um I'm going to post this. So not only is this an episode of GGR Pirate Radio, this is also an episode of Mike on the Mike um for Rock Deep Rogue Radio. Uh, because this is going to be uh the last episode of Mike on the Mike on Rock Deep Rogue Radio. Um, it was fun, man. It was it was about two years that we worked uh, with the Rock Deep Rogue Radio crew. Um, I mean, a lot of fun times, um, a lot of cool people that I got to meet along the way, um, and exposed myself to a whole new group of listeners. Um, if you guys like listening to my stuff, follow me to my website. I mean, this is kind of what I was able to do by working on Rock Deep Rogue Radio. I was able to recreate GGR. Um, so I'll be eternally grateful for that because I was able to kind of refined my voice um, follow me to GGr that's where all of the mic on the mic content is gonna be uh, going forward here so this will be the last episode you guys will hear um, just make sure you go to great com all the links for all of the podcasts are there all of my new prod- products or products all of my new projects <laughs> are gonna be hosted on GGR going forward um, but yeah I'll still keep my old stuff up there on rock Deep Rogue radio but I'm actually gonna move all the old stuff over to GGR as well because um, just in case you want to be able to listen to it all in one spot, you certainly can. Um, I know that Marcus, we've talked a little bit about this. Um, and I mean, I'm really just going to speak for myself on this one, you know, like um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have yeah. met you otherwise, yeah. you know, if it hadn't been for rock, rock deep rogue radio. So this is kind of a, a bittersweet thing that like, I met you because of them, but now you're part of the fan of uh, part of the family here. You know, you're part of the GGR family. So
1: absolutely and and I'm yeah and I'm eternally I'm eternally grateful you know just for the opportunity not only to uh, be part of Rock D Rogue Radio but then getting to meet you and then you know obviously joining up with with GGR and you know as as I said before you know I I started my year off wanting to you know get back into doing this and doing this kind of regularly again because I enjoyed it so much And, you know, I got an opportunity and I took advantage of it. And so I'm just I'm eternally grateful to have met you. But not only the uh, not only you, but the the Rock Deep family, too. And um, the same is going to be true for the overflow, too. Um, I'll probably go a bit more in depth when I record the next episode of the overflow that'll be out in a few days. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm just I'm forever grateful, you know, and, and I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, um, that's a great way, grateful is a great word to use for that um, In fact, to some of those people that we met along the way um, At Rock Deep Rogue Radio, like Yolanda and Tamika and Jay Lee um, They might be popping over on GGR, you never know I always like having different voices along um, And those, are the, those guys have been hardworking and uh, good friends along the way So I'm sure you'll hear from them uh, as well But on that note, uh, I definitely want to wish everybody a uh, happy holidays. If you guys are traveling, please be safe. Uh, If you're listening to our podcast, um, we purposely left um, a lot of the people off, especially the people who are really, really funny. So we won't distract you so you can focus on driving. Uh, So you're welcome. Um, This is purposely unfunny episode. So there you go. Um, On that note, guys, thank you. Like, seriously, like I was was reading the numbers before. It blows my mind to think that there are thousands – of people who have listened to our podcasts that thousands of people who have read the dumb shit that i write in these articles (laughs) like in my christmas article i was reading over i wrote the christmas article back in 2015 and i had forgotten that i had made a dick joke um about about a christmas carol because it's written by charles dickens and like i read it over i was like embarrassed i was like ah whatever and i'll just post it like it's I forget that I do stu- stupid stuff like that, but like the fact that you guys are reading it and you're sharing it and, and you're enjoying it, at least I think that's, that's awesome. It's humbling. You know, it, it really is. And, um, we're going to keep doing this thing in 2019. Um, well actually we're going to do one more episode. We'll do kind of a 2018 recap, um, with some of our GGR friends, uh, which you could probably see next week when we put that out. Um, but 2019 things will change a little bit. We're going to do things a little bit differently, but I mean, for the most part, you're going to be hearing the same great content from the same, same great people, just kind of in a little bit of a different package. Uh, so for Steve Monick, for James Rambo, for all of the guys at GGR, that includes Andy Barsh. That includes uh, zombie Ben. That includes Danny robe. That includes, uh, Yuli who really, he's got his own thing. That's FantasticForum.tv. Check that out. Check out, um, W E R a. F M. He's got a morning show there. Um, There's so many great talented people here, including Mr. MC Brooks that we've got on the air with us right now. Um, For all of us here at GGR, thank you so much for listening and for frequenting our website and hope you have a wonderful and safe holidays.
1: production juice bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.